I don't know. It just feels a little gross. Like I'm not sure, you know, I get that they were your extra sheets, but I don't really want to sleep in your extra sheets, especially if you're spending the money that you would be spending at a hotel. Are you looking to create more money, more options, and more fun? Hi, I'm Chris McCarron, and each week my guests and I will share our experiences with real estate investing and do our best to help empower you to start creating wealth yourself. Welcome to Women Creating Wealth. If you're ready to get started, visit womencreatingwealth.net. For now, let's jump into today's episode. I know there's been some talk on YouTube and probably also out there on the podcast that you know, real people, that this isn't true, this isn't real, this can't happen. It's just some kind of propaganda, you know, that we're all just trying to sell, you know? So I invited Susie Cook on today. And actually Cassie Parks, who you met about a month ago, she recommended that I talk to Susie. And I'm really glad that she came on today because I think she's going to help you to kind of see how, you know, she maybe started off where you did and ended up really seeing the benefits. So Susie, did you start off where people did like saying, hmm, well, I know your husband did, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we started back. Um, we bought this house in 2017. So I probably got the idea in 2016 from some sort of blog post or something I was reading. And uh, and certainly like I was like, yeah, could you know, could we could we actually have an Airbnb suite? Um, and would it be worth it? I think is the, you know, like, am I gonna go through this whole process and would it be worth it? And my husband was like, uh, you know, we can throw something together if you want to, but you know, like, well, let's just throw it up and see how it does. So we were definitely skeptical. We didn't end up throwing, you know, just throwing it up. We ended up actually investing some money into it and really creating a business out of it. Um, that has just like taken us, you know, we'll talk more about that, but it's really, you know, um, in four years, four or five years, it's really taken us, you know, very, very far. So, <laughs> well, it's transformational, right? I mean, really, I don't think that's too strong of a word to use. Absolutely. Once you start pulling in some extra income, you know, people talk about the side hustle and, you know, passive income. And yes, there that's definitely a huge piece of it. But when you treat it like a business, even though it's a side hustle, you know, when you start treating it like a business, it, it really is, it's unbelievable what you can create out of it and, and just kind of continue to reinvest and create even more and more. And that's kind of where we are right now. Yeah. And that, that is key. It, like you say, treating it like a business so that you're not just saying, oh, great, we got all this extra money. Let's just go on vacation, right? For At least for the beginning, put some of that money back in so that you're really, you know, bringing up your game and, and making it even more and more profitable. Absolutely. Yeah. And we, I'm, you know, I can attest to that every single year we've done, you know, we went from, I want to say the first year, like pulling in maybe 6,000 the second year it was like 12. And then when we, we went up to 18 and now, you know, we're, we're through the roof. So we're renting out the full house now, not just a suite, but uh, it's just gone, you know, gangbuster. So awesome. So how did you first get started? So your um, pending baby <laughs> caused you to, to need to buy a bigger house, right? So that's how it sort of that started the whole evolution. Absolutely. We had like an 800 square foot house, you know, and just like two, two bedrooms, one bathroom, tiny little living room kind of situation. And we decided to, to buy something larger. And we ended up in this, I mean, larger was, it's huge, you know, it's <laughs> like 3,200 square feet or something like that, you know, like, so there was some shock there, 
Um, <laughs> but in the back of my head was always this idea that, okay, well, we're going to get this big house, but maybe we can have, you know, a, a suite off of it that's on Airbnb and we can make some more money, make some money off of it. And, and that's kind of where it started. And my husband was like, eh, you know, and, and I ended up investing in like remodeling the bathroom, getting it all set up, you know, the right linens that I think people would want and that type of situation. And, and we, and we opened it up and it booked like that. We did start really low. That was like our strategy was to kind of start really low. We really were kind of fishing in the dark though. We didn't really know like what, you know, was that a good strategy or were, were we kind of setting ourselves up for, for failure? And it, and it did actually end up working out. There's a possibility we lost money doing it that way, but it did end up working out where, um, you know, we started really low and the, and the folks who came in, you know, they're, they were like, this is amazing. You know, you're supposed to be charging more than this, right? Like for what we're, for what we're getting, this is we're like, yeah, you know, obviously we want a great <laughs> review from you, you know? And so we ended up getting super host, you know, pretty much right away. Um, and I think that's probably for all of us who start out, you know, we're not sure what we're doing and we're not sure if it's going to work. And the price point can be something that's really scary. You don't want to price it so low. You're, you're worried about the type of people who are going to show up you know, this is a whole new lifestyle running this business out of your home. And I have to say that people will surprise you. You know, they are generally wonderful. And if you meet them with that, you know, you're probably going to receive that um, type of thing. So we started out lower on our price point and and that really did, did help us. And we got over our little, we all have our little things. Um, I think one of the things my husband had was he didn't want to share a washer and a dryer. Like if someone wanted to use our washer and dryer, he like didn't want to share it and and didn't want to like wash the sheets in in like the same, you know? And like one stay, he's like, Yeah, that's not a thing. Like that's not a thing. Like it's just normal people and you know, we have sanitizer and like that's not a- so you have these little hiccups like in your head before you start. Uh, you know, you're like, I, cause you just don't know what anything looks like. And, but you know, it changes really, really quickly. Yeah. Well, and, and I want to go back to what you were saying before about pricing, because it, that is like a big concern, but I think in the beginning, especially if you use an Airbnb or anything where you have to get reviews, the most important thing is to get good reviews. And the easiest way to do that is to under promise and over deliver. Right. So if they're thinking, oh, they're going to have a specific type of stay because of the lower price, and then they just, you know, you blow them out of the water with how fantastic it is, they leave a glowing review. And then that just starts a great thing because that's the hardest in the beginning. You're not showing up that high because, right, you, you're, you don't have any reviews. So Airbnb's like, eh, this is untested, you know. So getting yourself to be found is definitely, you know, one of your challenges. And you did it perfectly by just, you know, starting in with a lower price. Yeah, absolutely. And the reviews, they mean the most. I mean, the whole, the whole platform is based off of that, right? You don't, you don't book, you know, think of it as the, the guest, you know, you don't, you don't book an Airbnb without looking at the reviews. And so, and especially if it's new and you see a negative review new, you're like, okay, I'll move on to the next one, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and you don't even, even if you don't want to read the actual reviews, you're going to be looking at the star rating. 
So, so did you have any of your own sort of like, you know, maybe like fears or trepidations where you're just like, hmm, you know, let's, am I going to really like this? I just went all in and cashed in my 401k and now. Yeah, absolutely. I think my biggest fear was just that it wouldn't make, you know, make the money back. You know, I obviously when you, if you cash in a 401k, it was a small 401k for my former job, but you know, you cash in a 401k, you lose money doing that right there here. I'm trying to make an investment to make more money, but I've already lost money before I've even started. And um, so there definitely was some fear of that, that I had to just kind of go, you know, go all in on. And, and actually my husband helped me with that. At one point I was like, well, I'm talking about it. I'm like, if it works. And he's like, we're done with, if it works, (laughs) we already invested money in it. So we're going to figure out, you know, it's going to work. It just might not work exactly the way we thought. And, you know, to have made back, I, I want to say the initial investment was 6,000. And so that first year we, we made back, I mean, that's unheard of, right. In a business, like you don't usually make back all of your money within the first year. Yeah. So exactly. right there, that was like, ah, you know, this is working and I'm going to take that momentum. You know, we took a lot of that, that money and put it back into the suite and ended up putting in like a kitchenette. So we could kind of increase that price there and still stay. We were booked all the time, um, still are. And I think that that's because we've always kept the price point a little bit lower. And we did that so that we were booked a lot because then it's just part of your life. You know, you don't just have someone coming, you know, for a couple of days, once a month. There's someone coming all the time. And this is a part of your routine. It's a part of the way you function in life. So you're booked a lot, but are you in an area that's like kind of a very popular vacation kind of area where you would expect to be always, you know, in big demand? Um, you know, we do have a unique situation here where we have five colleges near us. So we are booked a lot because of that. But I will say that even like, you know, obviously we all went through a pandemic and we were still booked and we still increased, we still doubled our, our income. So, um, you know, we we do have the five colleges. It is a really nice area. It was Western Massachusetts. So there's lots to do here, you know, hiking, kayaking, that type of thing in the summer. University will have, you know, lacrosse meets and things like that. So we certainly are in a nice area. Um, I think now with the full house being booked, the other thing that we have is that we've really increased the amount of beds we have. You know, I mean, we don't have beds shoved everywhere. There's not like a bed in the kitchen, but <laughs> but we have, you know, we were very strategic about making sure that we had more beds than most of the houses our size on Airbnb. And, and that has seen, you know, we get family reunions in here. We get lots of, you know, people who are like, oh yeah, we can't find an Airbnb with this, you know, with this many beds at a reasonable price point. So we already jumped to like, you're written out the whole house. So let's ba- go back to, through your evolution. Yeah. <laughs> you started off with this and, and upstairs, were they, do they have access to your house since there was no kitchenette there? They did not. Um, and we just rented it as, you know, bedroom, bathroom. And then, and we put like a little fridge in it and microwave, that type of thing. Cause like I said, we had that like office space, this little, this little space. And then we reinvested in a kitchenette. So some cabinets, an apartment sized fridge. Um, and I, and we had to have an electrician come, you know, and, and figure that kind of thing out, you know, I had to actually invest in this so that 
so that there wasn't problems with that. And then we were able to increase our price, but we still didn't increase our price. Like I want to say that first year we were at like $40 a night. Like it was really low. Wow. Yeah, that is really low. And you still made $6,000. That's pretty incredible. (laughs) All the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, and, you know, we also took really nice photos and that's a big piece of it. You know, you can't do that. You need help from someone. You've got to pay for that. But it's it's amazing to have bright, you know, and, and then your photos need to translate for what's really there. You can't just have, you know, the decor can't change completely or like that. People are like, this doesn't feel like what I booked. Where's the place I saw the pictures of? Yeah. <laughs> And so, and so that was a big one was keeping those photos up to date because we were reinvesting and we were changing things and, you know, that can confuse folks a lot. So, so yeah, we just kind of, um, yeah, worked on reinvesting it, went up to, I want to say $95 a night and that's with a kitchenette. That's still very cheap, really affordable. Yeah. So, um, and then this year, like if we book the suite, it's a little bit higher. This, you know, I want to say I'm anywhere between 150 to, you know, on a Saturday night, $250. So just to give people some ideas of what, you know, can happen here. Um, we do have it professionally cleaned. So that cost, you know, we have a cleaner, we know what that cost is, and we just transfer that over to the guests. You know, this is what the cost is and let them know that it's professionally cleaned. So that was that was a big piece too. Was start we started out. I cleaned it for a while, and that really helped me like understand the entire process and what the worth of my suite was and what you know I was doing. But it didn't take long to be like, okay, we're booked. So much. <laughs> I I'm not cleaning this. You know, right. four times a week. Kind of thing. <laughs> no, absolutely, yeah. Well, and cleanliness is everything. I mean, that is something, especially since the pandemic, that people are so focused on cleanliness that it's just, I mean, obviously it's important anyway, because you don't want to be grossed out that someone else was there and that's their hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's still in the tub, right? But also, especially since the pandemic, people are like very, very focused on cleanliness. So that is, it's important, really important to have a great cleaner. Mm-hmm. And absolutely the easiest way for you to overserve, right? You're, you know, if we have in our listing, we have allergy covers for our beds and allergy covers for our pillows and everything gets washed, like including the comforter. This is above and beyond what a hotel is ever going to give you what you're ever, you know, ever going to get. And so that's a way to overserve right there where, you know, how, when you know, you can feel comfortable going in to, you know, someone else's house. So definitely. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So that was the the suite. And then what was your next? step when you said, okay, we've got this now up and running. We want to reinvest. What was your next step? We actually started investing in campers after that. So uh, they started, of course, just as, hey, we'd like to have a camper. We like to you know, go camping and we're over tent camping because we have two little kids and that's impossible. <laughs> I think we did that once with my daughter at 18 months in like August, you know, in Maine, like it was like, the, we're like, we're done, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so my husband went out and got, you know, got this, this great little camper that could be towed by a lot of, um, lot of different vehicles, you know, a, a mid-sized vehicle could even tow this with the right equipment. And we started renting it out also, you know, so it was this kind of, you know, business, business deal. And, um, 
we invested some of the money into that. We financed that and within the first year. So that was 2019. And within that first summer, we had paid the loan, you know, we had paid our monthly loan amount plus some. So we were kind of being paid to go on vacation with our campers. So did you let people, did people stay like in your driveway or did you let them take it? We let them take it or we even delivered it for them. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay. So we would, within a certain radius, we went ahead and, and there's a couple of different services that allow the um, campers to be rented out. And it is a little different. Their fees and the insurance is, is different because it's a vehicle. So we had to sort of maneuver that. And that took like quite a bit, you know, of kind of falling on our faces a little bit, losing, we lost some money there too, you know, delivery costs and like all, you know, figuring out all of this, not having another um, set of eyes on it to help us see it from a different perspective. So, um, so that took a little bit, that was 2019 and, and it actually got booked uh, fall of 2019 for 2020. It got booked all summer. So my, my husband, or maybe it, I, I'm not, I might have the dates wrong, but so my husband actually went out and got and financed another camper for us. <laughs> we can't go camping. This yeah. isn't working. Yeah. <laughs> So that came in and we, and we, uh, and we rented that as well. And it went really well. We even helped some friends, you know, do, do the same thing with theirs. So kind of this, you know, continually reinvesting and, and that brought us back to the house. And this summer, you know, we opened up in May for graduation season was the opening of the house. And we worked for six months before that, you know, all the little things that you don't finish in your house that you yeah. <laughs> right. I know sometimes it's nice to have that deadline and that impetus to say like, oh yeah, well, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I think we put up 3D, we I put up 3D renderings because I'm able to do that. And uh because and then I'm like, it's gotta look like this. Because <laughs> <laughs> some people are booking and they can't tell that it's a 3D rendering. We had a few people who were like, um, are these real photos? And I was like, yeah. I promise they are not, but I am a designer and I can do this. Yeah, I can show you the photo right now. It's being worked on. And so, yeah, that deadline really, you know, we were like from January to May, you know, in the evening, you know, we're working on stuff and painting, you know, at night and kind of getting it all done. Um, and then, and then we were able to open up in May and, and we live in, one of our campers now. So we live in one of our campers from May till we'll be in there until October. I mean, like, honestly, we have bookings past October and we are not sure what we're going to do yet. (laughs) They were, it was too much money to pass up. And we were like, okay, we'll figure it out. You know, like we'll go stay with my mother-in-law or something, (laughs) but you know, just well worth it, you know, kind of reinvesting. And, and when you think about it, it's like, wow, that happened really fast. Like you know, all of a sudden we were renting a suite. And now we have this entire, entire lifestyle that's completely different from just a few years ago. And so it's been really great. So are you living in your camper, like at a campsite or in the driveway? Like, so you're, you're basically on vacation all, all summer long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We come back and, you know, when the cleaners come and, and then I do some, you know, maintenance and, you know, do some things with that. And, and we come back and, 
And then I go back to my campground and there's a little creek there and my kids are at summer camp all summer long. And it's just been fantastic. Like, you know, absolutely everything we could have dreamed of. Awesome. And and that's, I guess, a good question. When you first started on this journey, did you ever imagine that you would be where you are now? No, no, (laughs) no. I mean, you don't know where it's going to take you unless you, you know, try. I, I think I figured we'd have some extra income and now the house is a full income on its own, you know, just like that. Obviously our expenses are a little bit higher because we have two, you know, we have the camper situation and we have rent there and, and all of that, but still we're able to live this lifestyle that, I mean, from this came, we would like to take the kids and go on the road for a couple of years in a few years. And that would have never been, you know, would have never been even a thought that we could make that happen. And so it's just been wonderful. Amazing. That's so fantastic. Is there anything that you wish you maybe would have done differently or, you know, anything that you think, oh gosh, if we would have known this before, or, you know, any, any thing you could give or advice for people who might be sort of thinking of dipping their own toes in the water? Yeah. I mean, I think probably three things would be one, you're going to have objections. Like you're going to be worried about certain things and, you know, everybody would like, you're not, you know, everybody would be worried about those. Just go ahead and and try, you know, two would be, um, if you don't, you know, if you don't have a design bone in your body, you're probably going to need to hire someone who can help you with that. Um, it doesn't have to cost a ton of money, but you need to invest in, in, you know, people want to stay in places that feel pulled together. And, and I think honestly, although it went really fast, you know, we fell on our faces quite a lot It would <laughs> to like have someone who, you know, like some sort of person who knew, knew more about it, who could help us maneuver and sort of see, cause when you're in it, you can't really see like, okay, so I'm, I'm shooting in the dark with my pricing, but I don't have any experience with this. And I don't know anybody else who like, am I going to win or am I going to lose doing this? And so it probably would have been, you know, hindsight with, with all the money we invested into it, it probably would have been nice to have, you know, someone who could help us see uh, different alternatives to being able to, you know, who knew, who knows, maybe that first year we could have made more money seeing as though during the pandemic, we made twice as much still. So, you know, we probably lost quite a bit that first year. Um, I wouldn't change it, but I would probably hire someone if, if I could. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually exactly, I mean, I didn't know you then, but that's, (laughs) that's one of the things that I do is help people when they're just starting to get their places on Airbnb in the right way, because there are so many things, even within Airbnb. I mean, you know, what can, what should I be doing to get, why am I on page 17? You know, how am I ever going to get a booking? And that's, you know, those kinds of things are very, actually last week we just talked about photos because that's, I I went on to Airbnb and I looked for the properties that were available starting tomorrow. You know what I mean? And I said, why are these not rented? And, you know, it was just, it was pretty obvious for most of them. Either they were like really hotel rooms you know, and they put them out there as if they're apartments, you know, and then it's like, well, they have 150. So obviously they're not going to rent them all, but a lot of them, the pictures were just awful. 
yeah. really awful. That thrown together, you know, yeah. that's like the yeah. Yeah. wanted to do, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> Thank goodness you have that interior design bone. So you're yeah. like, no, there'll be no throwing it together. Well, it's like, have you ever been to an Airbnb where, you know, like the sheets are like blue or something and you're like, I don't know, it just feels a little gross. Like, I'm not sure, you know. I get that they were your extra sheets, but I don't really want to sleep in your extra street sheets. You know, I want to, I want to feel like I, especially if you're spending the money that you would be spending at a hotel. Exactly. You want it to be clean and nice and new and, you know, and the picture should definitely represent that for sure. It's great that you had that instinct to take either great pictures or professional pictures. If you don't, if you can't yourself take great pictures with a flash, you know, I even see, this is so awful. I'm a real estate agent. I see other real estate agents taking pictures of places they're trying to sell and just taking like snaps with their phone. You're just like, really? Why are you, <laughs> you want me to pay $750,000 for this place? And you, you know, and it looks a little gray and dingy and, you know, I mean, they just don't, the value of professional photos can't be overstated. Absolutely. Yeah. And even videos, like if you have an interesting place where, you know, it's just not going to be interpreted through photos well a video or a layout we have layouts on ours because i'm capable of doing that but any designer could help with that you know for a fee you can get some sort of layout even a lot of contractors can help you with something like that so yeah a lot of major cities have viz home it's viz v-i-z or v-i-s i think it's v-i-z dash home and they'll do i mean they've done stuff for me they take fantastic photos and do a floor plan and it's like two hundred dollars so it's a hundred percent worth the investment. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Susie, anything you wish I would have asked you? Anything you want to like share to people who are just kind of thinking about this journey? I would say go for it, you know, try it. Yeah, you can do it and invest a little bit into it and and treat it like a business and see where you can go. You can, you know, there's lots. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Women Creating Wealth. For more info, be sure to check out womencreatingwealth.net. If you're enjoying the podcast, please follow us on your favorite podcast platform and consider sharing the wealth with someone else who might enjoy it. See you next week.